All right, greetings and salutations. Welcome to Tanisha's Reading Corner Podcast. I am your host, Tanisha. Tanisha's Reading Podcast is dedicated to anyone who desires to make reading a daily habit as a form of self-care. To stay updated when a new podcast is uploaded, please subscribe to the channel. In addition, you can find me on Instagram at Tanisha's Reading Corner for many book recommendations and tips and tricks on how to keep reading a daily habit. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey, 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 welcome back, book lovers. Happy Wednesday. This is the first Wednesday in June, 2023. So you already see the title of today's episode, another captivating book review. I am all about romance and love as we enter in the summertime. Uh, Sun's coming out, warm weather. So I will be doing a plethora of romance novel book reviews all summer long, along with episodes dealing with reading tips, how to keep reading a daily habit, form of self-care. This is the subtitle, Ted. And today's book review is about Aphrodite and the Duke by J.J. McAvoy. So welcome to my corner. Before we dive in, let's check in real quick on our reading goals, shall we? Can you believe that we are literally halfway through 2023? So I gotta ask, how are you doing your reading goals? I know back in January, we all set these really great resolutions, goals that we wanted to achieve. So as a reminder, last week's reading challenge was to re-examine those reading goals. Whether are we hitting a certain number of books or reading per week, So ask yourself, are you hitting those goals that you set out? And if not, how can we redirect? Do you need to readjust your SMART goal? Do you need to have a SMART goal? Do you even know what a SMART goal is? So SMART goal stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. I will use my goals as an example of how to use this method. And also, before I do that, I talk about these types of goals briefly in the How to Get Good with Money book review episode. Not to grag, but another good episode for you to listen to. So as an update, I set a reading goal of reading 30 minutes per day and 50 minutes per day. And so in order to gain the goal of reading 50 books per year, how I have been tracking this goal is through my spreadsheets. So I map out, you know, how long I've been reading per day and also which books I completed when I completed them. And so far, I can say I have read about 18 books so far this year. So I'm very proud of myself. But follow me on Instagram. So that way you can journey, take the journey with me on my reading journey. Dramatic, I know, but... I love the dramatic. Also on my Instagram page, I give book recommendations on uh, what to read next and so much more. Also our videos, oh, our podcast episodes, excuse me, are uploaded onto YouTube. So for all my YouTube lovers who subscribe to that channel, not only are you getting audio, but you're also getting visuals. That's right. Tanisha's Reading Corner is moving up and going visual. As well as always, wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, or on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, and share. So now, I'm running upward to this week's reading challenge. And it's a simple one. Finish at least one book this week. And I honestly don't care how you do it. Long or short, romance or thriller, whatever. Just read one book. So... I think most, maybe not all of us, but I will say for myself, 18 out of 50, I'm barely hitting halfway through. So I'm my goal, reading one book. 
I don't just want to leave you hanging there though. So what I will do, once you are done, leave a comment on this week's episode saying, hey, Tanisha, I finished the challenge and a brief review on how you feel about the episode. And also, what book did you read? I read your, I love to read your reviews. And just here are a few right here. For those of you who are on the YouTube channel, I have the, some of the reviews up right now. And I will say for the first one to post a review on the episode, no matter where, I will read your response on next week's episode. So next on the checklist, it is journal time. I am a serious advocate for journal writing because for me, it is time to reset, reflect, de-stress. Although I must admit, as much as I love to write in my journal, I find that difficulty in keeping it a daily habit is just knowing really what to write. Journal writing is a form of self-care that I have been using in my daily life as a way to unpack just complicated emotions. Therefore, I will be incorporating more journal writing prompts during the podcast. So that way I can share with you what I'm doing to help my self-care. But also I want you to incorporate this as well too, if that's what you're feeling too. So this week's journal prompt, how am I feeling today? That's it. Short, sweet, to the point. Sometimes. (laughs) While the question itself seems very short, once you start writing out your emotions on paper, you'll be amazed at the words that come flowing out. Even if your response is one word or a thousand words. How am I feeling today? Is your prompt for this week. Every day, ask yourself, how am I feeling? And write out whatever you're feeling down in your journal, tablet, or wherever you feel most comfortable. So now, onward to the heart of today's episode, the book review of Aphrodite and the Duke by J.J. McAvoy. Spoiler alert, this review does contain some spoilers, so if you don't want to know all that occurs, stop now, go read the book, come back and listen to the episode. You have been warned. Also, if you're interested in today's read, click the link in the description box, which will lead you over to Amazon to to purchase this book via paperback, audible, and yes, audiobooks are considered reading. Check out that podcast episode on that topic, etc. There are some books that you actually can judge by the cover. And what I mean is that the cover of this book was the main reason I picked it up and read it. Now, red is my favorite color. So to see the protagonist clad in a red Regency gown, It was practically screaming at me to buy it. So our author for the day, J.J. McAvoy, or her birth name, Judy Onjikboda, is a writer of romance fiction. McAvoy was born in Montreal, Quebec, to Nigerian-born parents. McAvoy is Igbo descent. She was raised in the United States. She graduated from Carleton University with a degree in humanities in 2016. Aphrodite and the Duke is the first in the Dubell series. It has been noted by some critics to hold similarities to the Bridgerton series, but with its own flair, I would say, since I've read both Bridgerton series as well, too. She also has her own YouTube channel, and I will add the link to that in the show notes as well, too. So this is a time period piece of the Regency era. The Regency era is a sub-period of the longer Georgian period. Area, 1714 to 1837, both of which were followed by the Victorian era of 1837 to 1901. Moreover, romance is probably one of the most lucrative fiction fiction genres, a billion-dollar industry featuring stories full of banter, courtship, and smoldering chemistry. Now, the Bridgerton books represent 
just one example of widely popular subgenre of the Regency romance. Some common tropes found in these stories include an independent heroine who must contend with strict social rules, a season packed with balls and dancers, vicious gossip that spreads like wildfire, and a happily ever after with a reformed rake of a duke. By account. Oh, Earl. Oh, same thing, I think. The real life Regency period lasted less than a decade, though, from 1811 to 1820. It began with King George III, who was deemed too mad to rule the United Kingdom. His son, King George IV, was appointed to act in his stead as regent or proxy ruler. And during this nine-year period, the aristocracy flourished. Fashionable society was known as la bonne ton, French for in the fashionable maid. Now, the Regency-style romance has become more popular in recent years, and that is truly is an episode of itself. So, stay tuned for next week. But onward to one of my favorite aspects of this novel, the compelling story. So, our main protagonist of this story is Aphrodite Dubell. Yes, her name is Aphrodite. Aphrodite in Greek mythology is the goddess of beauty and love, and in the book she is described as being beautiful as the goddess she is named after. I mean, pause. Can we say pressure? Can you imagine having to walk around with the name of a goddess? Talk about embarrassing and a name to live up to or let down. But nearly as embarrassing as was her one true love, the Duke, named Evander, running off and marrying another woman. Awkward and just heartbreaking. Unable to endure the humiliation of it all, she ran away to the country to live with her uncle and aunt, but was beckoned back to the society by her mother in order to return for her sister's coming out into society. Her brother Hector and sister-in-law came to pick her up, and on the journey back comes even more cumbersome when they run into the Duke and his sister, Verity, who was coming out at the season as well. Even after being away for four years, she still could not shake her feelings away for Evander. While most romance novels are told from the perspective of the heroine, this is actually told from several different perspectives. It's told from Aphrodite herself, her brother Hector, and Evander, which is our brooding duke. I would say it's an interesting choice of characters. I mean, Aphrodite, I understand why we want, but why do we need the brother's perspective, which I always thought was a little complexing. But I guess, you know, a third person's point of view. Not gonna lie, I was hell-bent on not liking Evander, especially after he just threw Aphrodite away to marry someone else. But, as always, there is always more to the story. Consequently, it turns out that the Duke has an older half-brother who plotted a scheme where Evander had no choice but to marry the girl. And I'll speak for myself when I say my heart started to warm up to Evander after this revelation. But her father, Aphrodite's father, wanted none of it. It was like, Mm-mm, no, 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 no. After what I had to see my daughter go through, I am not allowing you to marry her. Especially since his half-brother is just bent on destroying Evander's life. I mean, if they were to get married, then that means Aphrodite would be in the harm's way. So naturally, uh, a father would not want his daughter to get caught up in the crossfires of that. A duel? Ooh, no. Nevertheless, Aphrodite does forgive Evander, and Evander does open up to Aphrodite to the point where the father does give his blessings and off to the honeymoon. That brings us to the next aspect of this novel, the spicy rating. Similar to most of my book reviews, I like to give a star rating 
uh, for many different aspects of the book. And one of the aspects I like to look at is spicy, especially in romance novels. There's a lot of spice, especially in this one. I gave it a five out of five. I must say you will need a glass of water when reading it because it gets muy caliente. The next rating, <laughs> I'm blushing right now, next rating is for the characters. When I rate characters, I like to evaluate their growth and just their overall character arc throughout the novel. Aphrodite, for me, gets a 5 out of 5 because she goes from being a timid girl to a mature woman who learns how to stand up for herself. And not just for herself, but for others around her as well. Case in point, there was a woman in the village where the Duchess is now living after she gets married to the vendor. Spoiler alert, they do get married. And at first, you know, the marriage to the evil brother starts out smooth, but of course, he's evil. And so it turns out that he is abusing her. So Aphrodite is completely frustrated with Evander and everyone else's lack of activity to help the girl. So she takes matters into her own hands and writes an editorial in the local newspaper about the evil brother. Basically putting all the family business out in the street. Uh, well, she did have good intentions. She... Really didn't think this through all the way, but at least she acted. So I'll try Gironi for an effort. So my overall rating for the story arc, just the characters, the plot, the spiciness, it's a five out of five star. This has got to be my favorite novel I've read so far. It's been my favorite that I've had to reread it twice. That's how much I've loved this story. Before we continue, we are going to take a quick little commercial break, do a quick little product promotion, and we'll be right back. Ladies of the podcast, did you know that your period is not supposed to hurt? Periods are normal, but the pain should not be. Inflammation occurs naturally on your cycle, but painful periods indicate that the inflammation is higher than it should be. That's where Semaine supplements come in. Semaine, PMS supplements comes packed with nine superpowered plant extracts and minerals. Semaine will not only help to lower your pain levels, but to also support your body naturally from cycle to cycle. For more information, go to their website at semaine, S-E-M-A-I-N-E, health.com. Also, follow them on Instagram at Semaine Health. Also, listeners of the podcast, when you find a supplement that you like to use, your Como code, Tanisha's Reading Corner, to get 20% off your first bottle. Again, the promo code, Tanisha's Reading Corner, to get 20% off your first bottle. Now, let's get back into the episode. We've talked about the plot. Well, summarized it. We've talked about the characters. We have given my ratings. Now, my favorite scene in the book. Probably my favorite scene is when Evander proposes to Aphrodite. It's just super cute. It's very sitcom-like. So here's what happened. Check this. So Evander finally convinces Aphrodite. Now she forgives him for what has happened between them and they move forward in their relationship. So they decide to get married. But I mean, this is where you can see Eris, so she's got to get Papa's approval. And as I said previously, he wasn't really feeling it. And especially the brother Hector was not feeling it either. However, Aphrodite herself goes and talks to her father and she convinces him that, you know, yeah, things are a little shaky right now, but we're in love and we want to be together. So Evander comes over to the house and they go into his father's study and they're in there for quite some time. They're trying to listen in, but the father shoes them all away. And so eventually they hear a door slamming and they watch and they all run to the window and see Evander walking down the street. 
And so they're all just like, whoa, hey, what's going on here? So they go and talk to the father. It's like, yeah, he asked your hand. And uh, I said, no. The mother goes off on him. I tell you, she was angry. She was upset. And the sister too. And so the sister takes Aphrodite to the side. I mean, Aphrodite was getting ready to cry. She was so emotional. She was upset. Like, why would you do that? What have I told you? And then the sister took side and looks at her like, he's outside in the garden. <laughs> they were totally messing with him. So while Aphrodite sneaks out to the garden to go to see Anamander, the mother is just still going off on the father and he's trying hard not to laugh. So she walks out to the garden and he's standing there. And so she playfully punches him. He's like, really? That, that was too much. You're too much right now. So he asked her to marry him. She says yes. And so they, and then they embrace, they were getting ready to embrace. Then some of her sisters were sitting in the garden. So they're like, uh-uh, Regency era, no touchy. So they go back inside the house to rescue their, her father, who the mother is still yelling at him. And to the point where she's like yelling at the servants to take all of her things out of the master bedroom. Like she was just done with them. But then she stops and sees Aphrodite and Amanda together, turns and looks at the father and is through with him. I mean, that's just a cute story way. I mean, come on. It could have been cheesy. It could have been tried. It could have just been like just over the top. Lorry. But you know what? Something warm and lighthearted like that. That's the kind of stuff that I love. Another one of my favorite parts of this book is a quote that Aphrodite states. But in order to really understand the quote, I'm going to read a couple of lines before it. So here it goes. You were drinking, stated Aphrodite. I was, stated Evander. Are you all right? stated Aphrodite. I shall be, I whispered. I, meeting Evander, closing my eyes and inhaling the scent of her. As long as you are here, I shall be. Then I shall be here, she replied, she meaning Aphrodite. One word frees us from all the weight and pain in life. That word is love. I lift my head. Have you become a poet, or have you stolen from a philosopher again? I do not steal, merely borrow. And from what, and from whom did you borrow that? Sophocles. I shook my head. To think you know all this, and you did not know what the word arousal meant. Her face contorted as she fought between her desire to yell at me and hide her embarrassment. I could not help but laugh. It is not my fault. My papa obstructed words and definitions he deemed inappropriate for a lady. And now you know far more than I bet he would wish. I grinned, enjoying teasing her as much. She smacked my shoulder, and but when I went, she gasped. Sorry. It is fine. She checked to make sure, allowing me to admire her face and to appreciate this moment. Her here with me. This spring has been one like I have never thought possible, she said. It felt like years had come to pass, not mere weeks. My life had changed so drastically that I found it hard to believe. This spring, no. This moment, here with you, is what I always dreamed, I replied, and she turned to me to look at me. Leaning over, I kissed her forehead. My judges, my wife, my Aphrodite. My duke, my husband, my Evander. Aphrodite applied. Ladies and gentlemen, it is passages like that that I just love romance novels, especially the Romance Regency era. All the proper etiquette, all of the sweet back and forth. The funny witty banters, you gotta love it. I do. Which is why I'm so thankful I shared this with you. Whew. That was a lot that we covered. 
But honestly, that wasn't even everything. As always, I don't like to give away all that happens in a story that I'm telling because, well, not just telling, but, you know, reviewing is because these novels that I am reviewing for you is so that these are recommendations for you. So that way you can go and get the books yourselves, read them yourself, love them yourself. As stated earlier, so this novel Aphrodite and the Duke is actually in a series called the Dubell series. So this is Aphrodite Dubell and actually the next book is already out and it's about Verity who is the Duke's sister, Evander's sister. Now Verity in this novel she's got her own internal demons as well too. Like throughout the book um, we keep hearing about her recurring nightmares that she keeps having. Um, so a little backstory on that. Oh poor dear this poor girl. So one of the reasons why the Duke Evander was just so closed off and just not wanting to open up to Aphrodite throughout the novel is because his little sister and him went through with uh, his father, the previous Duke, and his evil stepmother. I gotta tell you, whether it's fairy tales, romance novels, thrills, whatever, the st- why is the stepmother always the evil one? Why is that? Anyway, so how evil she was, oh my goodness. So as a form of punishment for any little thing, Verity talking loudly, playing too loud, the evil stepmother would lock the poor girl in a cupboard and leave her there for hours on end as a small child. So now as a grown adult, I mean, she has screaming nightmares in the middle of the night. So this next book is all about her. You know, she just came out of the season this book so in the next one it talks about her finding love and hopefully finding true happiness that one at the moment is currently in my amazon inbox and stay tuned y'all because in a future episode i will be doing a review on that one i've already decided i haven't read the book yet and i already like it (laughs) honestly i love I, whenever an author I'm reading has a series I always no matter where I'm reading the book I always have to go back and just read the whole series especially if I really like it because I like to reading a series you really get to dive deeper into the setting of from the previous novel you get to hear the updates and how the characters are doing from the other novel as well too so that's why I like to keep up with the series and she has a couple of series as well too uh, McAvoy so I'm definitely gonna check that out as always, I'd like for you to also check that out as well, too. Whew, well, that was a lot, but obviously it wasn't everything. And as I said, you know, I don't like to give all because I do want you to go get the book yourself as well, too. And as always, I like to end each of my podcast episodes with a quote. And this quote states, There is no love without forgiveness, and there is no forgiveness without love. Brian H. McGill. On that note, I thank you so much again for taking the time out of your day to listen and watch. If you're on YouTube, you're watching this because we have visuals. I'm so excited for the visuals and we'll definitely keep going with the visuals as well too. So if you're on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, jump on over to the YouTube channel to not only see the audio, but look at the visuals as well too. Subscribe to the channel, share with family and friends. And again, I just, I thank you, thank you, thank you so much. You guys have really done wonders. You've helped the podcast grow. I'm really excited for this summer. Uh, What we'll be looking forward to is, as I said it in the beginning, we'll be reading romance novels all summer long. 
and we'll also be doing episodes about the Regency era. We'll be doing episodes about more reading journals. We'll be giving you more reading journal prompts, more book challenges. So please stay tuned. So grab your blankets, grab your books, go outside, get some good air share, read, 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 read. I cannot stress that enough. (laughs) And until next Wednesday, I wish you all good wellness and good reading.